What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Smoking Section. I'm your host, KJ, and on today's episode, I am joined by a community member we all know, an amazing grower, and one badass photographer. Uh, he's known on Instagram as Spacement Grown. Uh, he's here to go into more detail about some of the cultivars he's been uh, cultivating and, and share some knowledge on the his, his knowledge on cannabis. So welcome to the show, Spacement Grown. What's up, man? Hey, dude. How you doing, man? I, I appreciate you having me on. I'm glad you could join us. Glad you could join oh, yeah. Us. Yeah, I've been listening to uh, all your, uh, I don't know, you got at least three or four different things on your network thing. I, I love the whole the whole thing you got going on here, man. Very cool. And uh, I have been listening for a little bit. So, uh, yeah, keep doing it, man. Right on. Well, we appreciate it. So then, you know, the first thing we got to do, we got to get a little something lit up. What you smoking on tonight? You know, I I was just smoking some. I know how you guys love that. uh, The Alibrije here. I I love Alibrije too. Uh, Blues Rosso. I was just just vaping a Dynavap of that while you were um, getting your tents already. And then I also, probably two of my favorite autoflowers in a a long time are... uh, Blues Rosso by Alabrije and Heartbreaker by uh, Night Owl and um, I think it was just Ronin. I don't, I don't think it was the full binary selections. I know he's done some with the, with the, both of them and then some with just Ronin. I think it was just Ronin, but it was uh, oh man, it's, it was a good one. It I've got to get some Blues Rosso growing. Everybody uh, talks about it. Rasta just he can't quit smoking it. So yeah, I've heard him talking about it. I've been <laughs> listening to some episodes. That's why I was like, oh man, that, that's what I was thinking about getting going too. Oh, it's good though. The blueberry is is definitely there, and um, just a beautiful grow. And uh, I'm all about flavor, and uh, she definitely doesn't disappoint. For sure, man. For sure, I got some of the tangy uh, tibicana nice. growing. That- um, that one like should be. Party. I heard lots of good about that too. That was sure. uh, that one got a lot of hype by everybody. All the all the grow alongs. There was like two grow alongs with that. There was multiples uh-huh. and yeah. So that that one's pretty cool, man. I, I love what Elabrihe is doing. He's um, um, he he's just really creating his own lane and doing all this cool stuff. Sort of like you know, like a Daz type thing, you know, with uh, creating an experience with with all of his stuff and um yeah obviously it 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 hit off because it seems like he's doing pretty well from uh from when i first started you know from the tangy tijuana day you know he's freaking killing it he's got a new one and man forgive me if i get it wrong i I think the new one's purple something purple something yeah something like that purple pinata or something but yeah (laughs) yeah working on with cbd in it and i guess he's uh, crossed it with sweet seeds uh pure red oh is that the balanced one the balanced dude yeah i definitely want to get on that too well i've grown the the pure red and that was some of the best cbd flower i've ever had so cbd flower with a with a uh, with a noticeable amount of thc still or like straight thc or straight cbd uh, flower i think he was going for like a one-to-one yeah i think that's awesome pure red is pure cbd like even the rosin i've I've explained before when i pressed the pure cbd flower it even came out like this clear golden color Uh, just totally different from any kind of thc flower i've pressed before so that's cool yeah, no, the one to one I think is a nice mark. Um, like I was telling you before, I'm all about flavor, and uh, as long as it tastes good, I, I'm I would 
not mind smoking more to, you know, to get where you want on the THC side, you know, and get a nice little balance with the CBD. Um, but yeah, I think, I think a one-to-one ratio is something that is lacking in the market today. I think there needs to be more of those. Yeah, well, they're working on it. They're working on that, which actually brings me to a new point um, of my smoke tonight. I'm actually switching it up a little bit. I'm usually Uh-oh. always smoking my own stuff, but I uh, do have some stuff from the dispensary tonight. Nice. Uh, this one in particular, I just I had to have it. I'm not I'm not a cart guy. I don't really like carts or like emergencies. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, fly, yeah, they, you know they have I mean? places where they're perfect. <laughs> but. uh this one just like it, it it got me i was like okay yeah no i have to have it it's a passion flower um hmm. the strain is forbidden fruit the company is passion flower and it actually is a one-to-one with uh cbc nice. so cannabis ah, nice. yeah and this is some I, of the terpiest of a, a little bitty dab pen or whatever that i've ever had is it um like a live or a full spectrum one? Is um, I think I'm... it's a live rosin extractor oh, one actually. Oh man, I wonder if they added the CBC in. I would assume that they did. I'm not sure if they've gotten CBC and and noticeable amounts yet out of you know each flower, right. each plant. Right. But yeah, no, well, that's Washington awesome. has strict laws about additives in, oh, in really? their tabs, but that is a complete possibility but it did get me with that like i was like okay i get cbc thc and the terpenes are crazy like i can smell the terpenes out of the package like out of the dab pen yeah they have come a long way these pens these cartridges have come a long way i remember the uh when the street ones first hit this i don't even know it 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 was perfect my i got a my son's like eight just turned eight um so when he was born carts had just been around enough where I was able to, you know, I had my dude, I was able to get, you know, a handful of them. And we pretty much switched up our whole routine when we had the baby to pretty much all carts. And these were like the old carts. They didn't have none of the flavors or the strain, you know, like, like they do now. It wasn't as tasty or as um, the carts didn't work as well, but it still served the purpose that, you know, you, you couldn't have done with flour in a baby. You know, we couldn't have uh, gone and smoked, and then you got to go clean up yourself, and you know, yeah. so the carts were like awesome. But now they're they're pretty they're pretty awesome, and that that one sounds great. You're, you said you're in Washington. I am. I am. Nice. Yeah, uh, I'm in uh, Chicago, Illinois, so or Chicago area. I think these guys are based Eastern Washington. I want to say they're like Spokane area, uh, over over near like the Fat Panda guys and stuff. I also got gifted a gram of some BHO of uh, a strain called Where's My Bike, and that's from Grass <laughs> Valley. Yeah, Grass <laughs> Valley Farms one. down near Vancouver, uh, Portland kind of area uh, outskirts. Didn't even know they could really get good stuff to grow down there since they're kind of still in the humid part uh, along with us. But uh, I guess those guys do outdoor or light depth at least. Huh. And uh, yeah, the, that uh, BHO I got was actually fantastic. And I'm usually just not really a not really a commercial wreck weed connoisseur. I like the homegrown yeah. stuff. Yeah, me too, man. And, and it's sort of funny, like cause I I don't know, I started growing in three and a half, three, 2020 started and life got all crazy and needed to. Uh, I was able to be home with my kids for a while. 
Um, and just, you know, life happened and had to get something full time to make sure we had money coming in. So I actually work at a, um, uh, a dispensary in Illinois right now, but it's oh, sort of awesome. funny. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like getting like both sides. I still like, love my homegrown and I still get to see how my weed like will literally be better than a lot of the weed in our dispensary, yeah. which is pretty cool. <laughs> it yeah. is pretty awesome, man. But yeah, we get a lot of growers that come through there still. Everybody just likes new flavors and likes to likes to mix it up and get unique stuff but um yeah it's sort of a the total flip of the coin i went to the went to the dark side but 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 it's cool because i get honest to god it's one of the coolest jobs i've ever had i get to help people well, no, all day and i know. don't i no longer call it the dark side man it's not it's not the dark side going commercial it's it, it's there's just underlying problems it, totally. and there's there's education that needs to come to the commercial side and you know i I don't know if you've ever like met up with one of those bud tenders i mean before you were a bud tender obviously you ever met up with one of your local bud tenders and was like hey man try this stuff try this stuff that i grew at home and they look at it and like that's the first thing that they'll say is like wow i don't have to have a light to see the thc crystals on it yeah like this is unlike anything that i've seen like no joke like so i luckily did not need a dispensary i i got my card because illinois you have to have a or you don't have to i mean to legitly grow i got kids i'm trying to be above board i'm not you know you everybody can grow if you want whatever but right right in order to legally grow you have five over five inches you need your medical card in illinois so i i got mine um right before it was able when that happened in 2020 so the last time i hit a dispensary before i even started at this one was um literally a couple months into 2020 like right before my my first harvest and then that was it so i i haven't talked to anybody until this job i'm at now and the reactions and the the texts with the descriptions that i've gotten from my coworkers who are also bud tenders and i would say know their shit pretty you know pretty damn good and um just to to see their reactions is pretty awesome you know based on all of the the stuff that they've seen and and some people still have this like homegrown uh stigma they think homegrown is a bad thing like when uh, we were young I, I don't know how old you are but i'm 44 when i was 20s or whatever homegrown was a it was a negative it was a negative term you know it, we didn't have all this good homegrown like as we know it now um so i had given some to actually one of my bosses and he was like man he's like i i wasn't expecting that I, i'm like what the hell did you think i was gonna give you <laughs> you know what i'm saying like uh Absolutely. yeah so they were shocked <laughs> yeah man they 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 do that i mean i do it for fun man i like to oh, yeah. I, i'll hit a dispensary and go go pick up a little little something you know or whatever and while i'm there i'll, I'll t- ask one of the bud tenders like hey you want to you know, grow you want to try some uh some different stuff some stuff hasn't been handled so much and oh, yeah. it's just whenever they finally like actually try to accept it because there's there's it, it goes one of two ways the butt tender is either going to be like uh, oh no you know because i got all this commercial grade stuff right here like why would <laughs> i want medical. something that that you could just <laughs> grow at home i don't want homegrown you know but whenever they finally try it they're like holy crap oh, yeah i was like yeah it's man. so cool that it's so simple it's we we we're able to give each individual plant the correct amount of love that it love. needs to grow the best yeah. whereas commercially they just they just can't they just don't have enough time in the day no matter how much plant. they wanted to they would never be able to duplicate that and there's i'm sure there's some that are going to find the right level of scale 
to being able to give it a decent amount of love for that. But I, but I, I agree with you, man. That's a huge, huge part and why, you know, a, a nice small homegrown flower is going to be so much better. You, you can dedicate everything to that one plant. And, and it's just you know, education. Like I said, man, it just, we just have yeah. to continue educating people and eventually it'll, it'll all come to light. And People are, people are like, we're in a place I never thought I'd be. I mean, at yeah. 44, I didn't think I'd be, first of all, working at a freaking dispensary or, or, or selling like weed legally um, or, or having most of our customers be, I'd say, 50 plus um, at least. I'd say a huge majority is 50 plus. Like my, all my parents, their friends type people that you would never expect. And, yep. you know, it's so cool. I mean, yeah, most of them are doing the gummies and the pens, which is awesome, whatever. Um, but they're, they're understanding how wrong that they've been told their whole life finally, you know, and it's harder for uh, the older people have a harder time. I think the the older you are, the harder they have, the the more worst time they have adjusting to this because they've been told how bad it was for longer. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so cool to see them coming around, man. It's super rewarding, you know, just to, just to like. I don't know, be able to just share some of this crazy stuff I've stuffed into my head over this three years of growing my own medicine and creating my own medicine, you know, like my own RSOs and topicals and, and, you know, drop, you know, my own tinctures. And it's just like, I've had to learn how to do it all for myself. And it's just been, you know, just for me. But now I'm able to like share that. I'm always do that. My, my, my dispensary is cool too. They let me, they let me go a little bit above other places probably and i'm always like writing down like notes and things for people to do and little things for them to do so they can get the best value like here buy this rso and then go get some mct oil you could have 10 tinctures for the price that you can buy this one 100 milligram tincture you know so so it's really really cool to be able to to spread that around and um, they haven't cut me off yet so i'm (laughs) just gonna keep on spreading the knowledge as, as far as i can well, I mean, that was the original idea, man. It's it's supposed to be about the education and the medicinal side of it. You know, it's, uh, Washington pioneered it, you know, Washington was, yeah, the first. you guys have been OGs, dude. Oh yeah. 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 We, we even were before California, it was, uh, Washington and Colorado at the same time, pretty much. How is the market? Is it healthy? Is it, um, it could, it like, could be healthier. Yeah, um, it's not like Michigan, like it's gonna like Michigan and Oklahoma. These ones have like turned into freaking like, well, um, just they over they over uh, too many people came and every, now there's flooded and the only people that can make money are the ones that have like tons and tons of square feet to grow because, all, yeah. like I know all the caregivers in Michigan, dude. I know like when I first started growing three years ago and I finally got okay at it, I'm like that's my dream. Like I want to be able to have a model like that where I can do what I'm doing, help people and be able to make a, not get rich off it, but make a living off of it. Um, but apparently a lot of the ones in Michigan now, like with the prices as low as they are, they, they just cannot create it for that cheap. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of them have like have had to stop or out of business or had to join into the, to the legal market or something. Yeah, man, I noticed that, you know, all all the places are, everywhere is different, you know. West Coast is way different than East Coast. Way different, yeah. You know, California has its own issues with, you know, 
growers and the legacy market and moving over to it and then moving back to the legacy market. And then you have Oregon has issues with stuff like uh, that whole aspergillus testing thing that they were going to try to implement, which failed miserably. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then you have Washington here and it, and it seems like Washington is struggling with uh, keeping like the, the big time investors and stuff at, at bay and keeping the, the money out of it. But they're like kind of shaking a bit because federal uh, deep scheduling is on the way apparently. Right. So. It, well, it has to be. De- the only way is to deschedule. That is the only, the only right way. I, I doubt that's going to happen though. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. This whole like rescheduling I think is, is just going to create more chaos um just remove it it's a freaking plant let it be a tomato let me sell it however i want if i want let me give it away as much as i want it's a freaking plant i think it should be descheduled myself literally that's no that's the only answer is deschedule remove it we don't need more more rules and more laws and how much you can have and like because in illinois illinois messed up dude like how you said that they're trying to keep them in bay in wisconsin or wisconsin and washington Illinois has like literally from the get go has been just them. It, it's yeah. first of all, it's Illinois and like and Chicago or whatever. But you got to have all the money and you got to have the connections. You you can't. It's not like one or the other. Like probably a lot of places, you got to know people and have the money. And every I'd say there's like six maybe I don't even know six seven major major cultivators in the state, and there's probably hundreds of brands. Each brand, each cultivator has like 10 brands under them because you, you know, and they bring in brands from like California and other places because the only way that these other brands can get into Illinois is by, by marrying one of these freaking, you know, super MSOs and stuff. So like, we are completely just off the rocker on that, dude. I mean, so I don't know if we'll ever get to a, a better place in Illinois unless I don't even know. Like we're the exact opposite of what like Michigan or or, or Oregon or or Oklahoma have been. Yeah. Well, he, like I said, here in Washington, man, being the being one of the first to to fully go, you know, medical and rec. You know, all of our growers initially they were legacy growers, like they yeah. were home growers. That's what they did. They, you know, just black market, right? And they got a chance to come out in the light and go legal. That's what happened. We had legacy home growers come out and become commercial. Well, those guys, a lot of them anyway, have made their money and just sold their operation for more money than they could dream of. Right? And then they're like on a beach somewhere right now while the, right. the the money is trying to run this. And more power to them. I get it. I, you know, I understand they want to retire early. Yeah, but the problem then comes to the rules in Washington are like there's so many licenses at each level of the, the product flow, right? You have only so many producer licenses, which means you can grow only so many processor licenses, which means you can package or uh, press rosin or blast or whatever. And then you have so many retail and you have the certain number per county, right? Well, whenever these guys sell off for more money than they can believe and go on vacation, they're usually <laughs> selling off to one of these giant MSO type yeah. of dudes and they're, they're just collecting these licenses. So what does that do? There's no micro licenses in washington they don't do any kind of like craft grower license nothing like that so we're just cut out if we if we have the knowledge if we happen to have the capital if we 
really that was your passion and that's what you want to do you're shit out of luck unless you've got a couple million to buy a license from somebody who was lucky enough to grab one in the lottery whenever it first started oh yeah and what did it cost them 100 grand and now it's millions i mean they go to auction for millions so they literally have like dudes that are brokers for uh, like licenses and uh, facilities and stuff so I mean, there, there's crazy. literally like here, there's like a classified ad where you can literally buy like turnkey operations if you've got the money. <laughs> you literally walk in and there's plants still growing. There's plants <laughs> like still curing. This could be yours. <laughs> yeah. And you know, a uh, previous episode, I talked to Gordy, uh, Gordy from uh, Cutting Edge Solutions and uh, Growers Grown Cocoa and all that. And he was talking about up there around in Michigan, man, is there all those places and all the licenses are all swiped up by you know the big big companies like general motors and goodyear tires crazy miller and stuff like that have have snatched up these agricultural cannabis licenses of course they're under some kind of umbrella yeah they're all playing the long game and they know where it's going to end up and they got the money to like that's the thing with a lot of these companies with the big money like in illinois these these people can because you have to have the real estate you got to have all this stuff ready before you even bid or, or try to go on the lottery so who can afford to pay rent for a year plus and all these other expenses except for like you know the super rich so it's sort of like from the get-go you have to be able to do that from like with how how do, how do you just bleed money so they can bleed enough money until everybody leaves and then you know they're left standing that's it and then by the time everyone's bled out and they've got a stockpile of everyone else's stuff i don't know if they're they can do that everywhere but i know here in washington like licensees are able to transfer product between each other oh really if one of the bigger guys can lower the price enough to drive the smaller guys out of business then those smaller guys have product they have to either destroy or sell well they can then sell to one of the bigger guys they can buy it for pennies on the dollar and blast it and then put out some kind of like ten dollar gram or something you know Dude, yeah i don't think that would be illinois is super strict i doubt that would be allowed it's crazy the stuff they gotta destroy they they take like like uh vape pens that broke or topicals and they mix it with like kitty litter and blend it it's like the most wildest thing i've ever ever seen like this is all over a plant product you're you're treating it like it's radioactive and we need to be afraid of it <laughs> well not just that but they also like put so many regulations in place because there's everybody's so afraid they're gonna miss out on making a dollar off of it you know? yeah it's just it, it gets to be kind of crazy it's with some of those, the stuff that some of the regulations that they put in place, like vertical integration, that's not possible in Washington. You yeah. can't have a house brand of weed. That's not allowed. Oh, so, really? Oh, yeah. God, that's all Illinois. Every, like I said, every every major cultivator has a chain of everything. They got their own dispensaries. They got their own flowers. They got their own concentrates. They got their own whatevers. And, and they all just, you know, have their own stores. They sell everything. I think there's a rule they're allowed to have a certain percentage max of just their own product. But that, yeah, that's like totally a thing here. Yep. No vertical integration here. That was out of the gate. It was just, uh, it was just, I mean, I sort of like that though. I think it's cool to be independent as the the sellers and all that stuff. Yeah. 
And well, and I guess their whole thing was was cutting out any kind of like back alley deals with like you know the best growers only sold here, and that's going to cut out all the retailers yeah. or whatever. You know, they have the reasons. I I don't really agree with it. I think yeah. it should just be kind of free market with what you want to do. But you know, it is it is what it is. Yeah, so, that would definitely be the way for sure. Yeah, but. On the lighter note, um, I'm sure you have some great customers. What uh, what's uh, what's normally like an interaction? How's that go in in a dispensary there in Illinois? You know, so Illinois is um, like you got to have the I don't know what you call it, like the lobby where you have to come in first and get your ID, get your scanned um, in, into the you know just to prove you're 21, and then you come in and you got to show your ID more. Um, but, you know, it's just pretty much you can't, like, lollygag in there. You pretty much have to, like, go in, do your business, and, you know, get get out. Like, I'm not saying that it cuts your visit short or how you're, you know, when you're talking to the bud tender. But, yeah. like, you can't, like, just sit around there. Like, we had a, um, a guest appreciation day, and I, I know that it was weird. Um, they had to deal with the state to try to – we had a DJ that was going to be in the – in the actual store during it. And in order for that to happen, there had to be some kind of um, approval or something because it was a, a non customer in the store, you know, but, um, but yeah, they, you know, just come on up. And, uh, I, most people are pre-orders now. There's a lot of pre-orders, but there's also a lot of, uh, a lot of new, new people, a lot of medical patients. We, we got a, my, my dispensary was super smart and they offered, 35 okay so okay illinois has medical and uh recreational stores if you're medical and you have a medical card you can get one percent tax um on whatever you get so you're basically just paying your subtotal on whatever the product is recreational the the taxes are wacky like um 10 for flour under 35 um 20 for infused which is ridiculous because that's pretty much harm reduction. You're you're not smoking anything, um, and then twenty five percent over thirty five. So all concentrates, all carts, any flour that happens to test above that, um, and then that's just the percentage for just the weed from the state. And then each city and county has a weed tax and a sales tax. <laughs> so it's like, dude, it, it, it's just like this crazy freaking thing. But my uh, dispensary. Um, allowed us we uh if you have your medical card since we're recreational we can't change taxes with our with our store like you have to pay recreational taxes we're giving them 35 percent um discount which is absolutely mind-blowing and um that that's like my favorite part is all like we're starting to get all these medical patients coming in now because they're realizing they're going to save with us than they are more than they are at their uh at their medical dispensaries um so yeah, it's just really cool like, like oh it's, it's huge that's a good way to do it because that's the way you know uh, when you when they first came up with the system we thought that was how it was going to work here um our tax here is just 37 percent, so state 37 percent across the board on oh every, my just god everything. dude what i thought we were the worst 37 yeah and um then of course you got like a local sales tax if you're in, yeah. inside of a city or whatever that has instituted a sales tax um, and if you have your medical card, you, uh, you can buy it sales tax free, not excise tax free, but sales tax free. So you still got to pay the 37%. What? But, what a joke. 
it'll take like the two or three dollars sales tax off. Yeah, and, yeah, the negligible <laughs> amount. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh my god, I that's know, crazy. Man. So, what did you pay for that that vape that you were telling me about in the beginning? Like, what did that cost you out the door about? Well, my local dispensary does like yours does, and they give a discount to. Uh, oh, no. to they actually oh, I, give a discount to uh, medical patients as well. So I think it was like a 20% discount. Um, yeah, that's still good. It was, man, I think that cart was like 35 retail. So I might have paid 25 or 26 bucks for it or something like that. And that's with your taxes? After, that's after the taxes and stuff? That, that would have been 35 yeah. with the taxes? Yeah, that's well, yeah. Every, all the prices are uh, include the tax. In, oh, Ah, yeah. I need to start looking at some menus in your state. Then that, yeah, that's crazy because our carts go from like, um, I think our cheapest half gram distillate cart is thirty five bucks, and it and goes up tax. to like, oh god, yeah. So so that thirty five dollar cart is just just about fifty bucks, and then we have fifty five to sixty dollar live resin and live rosin half grams that could be seventy plus for a half gram. It, it's it's absolutely insane. When we get one gram lives, I know the one brand we had was $110 for one gram free tax. And I think that would get you up to about 140 for a one gram, one, one gram cart. It is mind blowing, dude. Yep. But, <laughs> you know, and then, then there's, there's all kinds of crazy price stuff that goes on behind the scenes too man so our taxes are all inclusive right so if it says 35 on the shelf that's including that 37 yeah. percent and uh yeah they'll if you got a medical card they'll usually give you like 20 percent off just store discount you know nothing nothing to do with the taxes or whatever but man what's really yeah. crazy is all the the way the the prices and stuff from wholesale all the way up i mean i've worked uh you know all the way down the ladder like down to the growing part, you know, in the commercial industry. And I mean, there's sometimes that, I mean, these processors, we have a three tier system, producer, processor, retail. So these processors will buy, you know, excess weed from somebody who can't get rid of it at their dispensary that they usually sell to after they grow. They'll buy their stuff for like 50 cent a gram, man. And then they'll sell it to the store for $2 a gram. And then the store is selling it for $12 a gram which is wild. And wow. I mean, that really sense it started out at. Damn. Yeah. It really sucks for the farmer at that point. But then again, you know, you, you have to pay these, uh, excise taxes as a retail store. You, you're the, you know, the, the tax to the state only comes from the retail side, the processor and the producer, they don't pay any of those taxes. Oh, that's sort of cool. Cause I know some States, I think California and other States, there's, there's all there's taxes at every yeah. freaking level <laughs> per like pound or whatever yeah everything it's just craziness so that it, you know it sounds like yeah that 37 is a scary number but the num the numbers you just told me like that that's i mean at least i'm dealing with our illinois prices so to me i'm like wow that sounds great <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. what i'm saying yeah. like that, yeah like, i got a couple buddies 40 over bucks there. in yeah. illinois yeah i got a couple buddies in illinois and they've showed me some of those uh some of oh, those prices yeah. and some of the craziness that we do get some good deals man like i was saying my, my dispensary is cool with the deals and they they're like i think they're playing the long game more you know like let people get better deals now and keep them happy and you know let them you know 
like I said, keep them happy. And I think that's, I think that's the answer in this crazy yeah. market, but we just had like one cart went on sale for 15 bucks or for $25. And then we had this, we, you buy four of them and you got them down to like $15 a piece. So it was like a crazy deal, which doesn't happen a lot, but you know, so you were able to get it, but um, that's not a, not a, a uh, an everyday thing at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Well, to be comparative on prices, you know, if, if I had to be, I guess general in prices as far as carts go you know 15 to 30 bucks is where you're wow. looking at for carts you know that's that's with your taxes full price out the door that's way better wow. um usually edibles usually stick to like the 20 dollar mark because we have a 100 milligram limit per so you're 102 yeah yeah that's two and so a drink will be 20 bucks a bag of gummies will be 20 bucks you know it, it usually sticks sticks about to that price um flour is subjective uh a lot of times you'll find in most dispensaries they'll have like low middle and high shelf stuff right so bottom shelf stuff you're looking at like 50 bucks an ounce it's usually like smalls or holy you know, shit shake or whatever kind of put in there in a the bag um then mid grade, you're usually looking at like eighty to a hundred bucks an ounce or something like that. Uh, sometimes a little more, maybe one twenty five, one thirty or something. And then top shelf's probably going to be somewhere one fifty to two two fifty. Wow. You know, I've seen. And it you're see, like you're serious. It's top. Like you're saying that is top shelf. Like for one fifty. Yeah. Like you for wow. an ounce. Yeah. That, that's, then, uh, that's actually awesome. Then our dabs probably um, a lot of people like that uh, that tasty terp stuff. I'm not. I don't really get into that much. Um, that's kind of like a live rosin brand or something. So they they do a lot of like lower end pricing is going to be about ten bucks a gram for your dabs. So you can sometimes look up and find some decent stuff for like ten bucks a gram. That's just like straight bho or whatever shatter what have you um but a lot of people really like that tasty terp stuff and so like you uh that's flavored dabs so it it tastes absolutely nothing like weed it tastes like candy that's weird um, so it's like yeah, a cart in an actual dab, sort of like they're trying to yeah, get like a, yeah and, and it's all consistent cart. it's like the same color the same like moistness i guess if you want to call it that yeah but it, but they have like apple flavor blueberry yum yum flavor strawberry flavor you know whatever um people really seem to like that and it's it's cheap and i know it's cheap because they're they're blasting whatever's left over obviously and then mixing well they don't need flavor it. yeah they don't right. need flavor that's that, that's like how distal it is like with the edibles and all the distillate carts at least out here because our carts are so expensive that distillate is like the main cart you know and the main edible because it's just it's cheap they can throw all their garbage in one pile and you know they're just getting the thc out they don't need to worry about flavor or anything else to to be you know to keep and and our limits you know a quarter ounce at a time so they can run in and get a quarter ounce for 70 bucks run back out and no harm, no foul, right? But then our uh, middle shelf stuff, it's probably going to run you, you know, I, I, sometimes they have some stuff around the 15, you know, that's uh, that's kind of the lower end of mid-grade, I guess, up to like 21 to 25 a gram. And that's that's really the area most people hang out yeah. at, that, that's you know, like thing. really good stuff, terpy stuff. And that's terpy fair. Terpy. I think those prices are, are totally like, you can't really bitch about that, 20 yeah. bucks or something you know, like that. Yeah. 
Shout out to Dabs Drag, man. Those guys make some really good stuff. They've been. I've heard that. I've heard of that brand. I don't know if I've seen them on Instagram, but I've I've heard that brand before. Yeah, I think they've just opened up in California. They they started here, but I think they're just nice. now opening up a place over there. But then you can jump up to like uh fifty, sixty, and seventy dollars a gram for stuff like rosin. Live rosins like, and stuff. Yeah, live rosin. They'll have hash rosin whatever and they'll have it in like a little cooler you know keeping it at a certain temperature and whatever that stuff's like 40 50 60 bucks a gram and that's actually incredible because there's like i know in like california and uh colorado and definitely here those live rosins those super high quality rosins are still even when in those states they have cheap um extracts too but the live rosins like the really good premium ones are still 70 80 90 hundred dollars a gram i mean in illinois where the the rosins are 75 to like 90 plus and that's pre-tax so so you're talking a lot of money um that's crazy yeah so your dude yeah your prices are freaking honestly pretty awesome Yeah, except the problem is, is that I can grow stuff that in oh yeah, yeah, opinion, it is, you don't need better. it. Yeah. No, for real. What are you growing right now? Uh, right now, I uh, see. I've got a couple things from Viking Genetics. Uh, oh, dude, Thor. Thor, yeah, Thor's show too on your on your on your network, dude. Yeah, like Thor's awesome. Yeah, we've missed a couple weeks so far, but uh, hopefully he'll get back on it whenever he's got all his, his stuff straightened out. Oh, but that's cool, his- man. He he was one of the first pages when I first started. I remember. Uh, I think he yeah. just started putting out seeds when I started growing uh, in like 2020-ish. And I, I remember when him, he started and I always appreciated his knowledge and stuff he was talking about or, you know, show and um, I've heard about some podcasts and stuff before his show on your podcast. But, but yeah, no, yeah. He's, he's cool, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, Thor's awesome, man. Um, yeah, I got his banana hammer uh, growing and his uh, Loki's potion. I... uh I've got some stuff from Beanstalk. I don't know if you've ever heard of Beanstalk. I have, I have heard of it. Yeah, I'm using some of their stuff. Uh, they have that that amendment where I amended the cocoa uh, with the little. It's it's almost like a grow dots type of thing that they've got, but I guess different. It's an all in one. Uh, yeah, it's an all in one. It has some other additives that they sent too. There's like a cow mag and a like a potassium boost, a K boost, huh. and but it seems to be uh, liking it so far. It's growing great. Uh, we're on we're on track little uh, so are you like like try amending that then is that something that you you would mix in and then amend after a few weeks or is that something that you try to get through yeah according to the instructions um it should feed it for about 90 days but oh it's like it's like uh what do they call that slow release or something like the grow dots yeah yeah it's controlled release formula beanstalk controlled release formula or whatever yeah Says it's uh was invented by NASA. That's what he told me. So, <laughs> hey, we're giving it a shot, man, and they're loving it oh, so yeah. far. Uh, over in the cocoa tent, I've got the cutting edge solutions uh, going in the cocoa, and I've got the tangy tibiguana from uh, Alabrije. I've got a gelato. That one's from James Loud. Um, oh yeah, I haven't ever uh, grown any of his stuff, but I've uh, first out time his podcast and stuff. Nice. Seems to be growing really well. He seems actually. to be an OG man. He seems to be he's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. He sent me a couple of a uh, couple of things. I'm gonna grow out the uh, black gelato as well. That one was actually crossed with oh. the black strap from Gnome Automatics. Oh wow, dude! Oh, that yeah. was one of my favorite grows. Uh, I'm gonna try that out. He also has a strawberry banana gelato. I think is what it is. 
but yeah, I'm gonna try those. Those, those sound good. It's crazy um, that gelato is still hanging on so long. That, that's like I don't sure. even know how many years ago that came <laughs> out, and like it's still still being used in, in major new lines. It's crazy. I do have one by Big Green Guy going. Nice, uh, the blueberry grape. However, um, I was talking to him about it, and I think I might have gotten um, what do they call it, a, like a, a triploid or something. Um, like, whether you get like the, uh, the fascinations or something like that, or a so polyploid like, type thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a, kind of like a polyploid type of thing, but it's not that big yet. It's not big enough to like for bud structure. So instead of like two Cody Linden leaves, I got four and at each huh. node site, I've got four branches per node site instead of two. Ooh, how, how old is it? Uh, day, I think it's like day 34 five or so somewhere around yeah and it's still sticking with like that craziness uh, as it yeah. gives you new growth it is not it's definitely if you looked at it it looks like it's behind the others it's definitely not as large but the growth is still there um i'm, I'm even doing some low stress training to it to try to get some of them branches to start coming out nice. um, but yeah he was like oh it, it does that sometimes he's like i love it when it does that it's up to you and i was like well cool. i'm gonna try it man we're gonna see yeah, what happens yeah. we'll see what i get out of it you know hopefully Dude, it i, I gotta grow some of his man yeah he he's another one like with thor man when i first started instagram he was he was one of those pages that i was like you know watching him i was like just just join instagram and mm-hmm. big green guys page man like and then now he's put out all this stuff, and some of his his strains sound amazing too. Is that the one that is seemingly the, the one that they talk about a lot? I know, like on, uh, I've heard like other people and other shows talk about some of his. And I, I, do, do they like say like BB something with that one? Do they like have like an acronym for that one? I wonder, I wonder if that's. It sounds like the one that I've heard people talk a lot about. Um, um, well, I know he. I think he had done a lot of work with like a Bruce Banner cut or something yeah. like that. Um, but I know he also talks a lot about the sauce. Which, the sauce uh, I've heard talk about. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fix your migraines, man. Um, so cool. Yeah, I mean, he, he's had a bunch of stuff. I've also got a cut of his uh, Odin Sons, and I think it was. I can't remember what he said. I think he said it was like maybe some F one regulars, even. Huh. Uh, oh, like from like got, the first, the first, uh, yeah, like whenever the first he was, crosses or whatever. Yeah, when he first crossed uh, Odin Sons, which is uh, Loki OG and uh, Thor's hammer. Yeah, we got those from the Auto Flower Cup, um, twenty twenty one. Whenever that that rolled around. Oh yeah, that was by you, right? That that was out by you. You went, you went to those. The I did, I did. I was nice. there. We went to um, what was that place called? Uh, Sounded cool, whatever it was. Oh man, you know, like a hippie, like, like mushroom joint name. or something. <laughs> yeah, it's got a crazy name. Uh, it wasn't Hump Tulips. It was something like that, though. Hump Tulips. <laughs> anyway, man, yeah, it was it was a cool thing. They had this whole resort on the side of the river, uh, basically rented out for us, and like all the vendors were there, and you could buy seeds and get samples of stuff, and um, I mean, uh, everybody just hanging out and had some good food and some good smoke and. It's a good, uh, good talk. Me and Dan from Noem Automatics had a, well, I kind of asked too many questions. I think while he was trying to, trying How to give a little, ask him so many questions. <laughs> to give so, a presentation, dude. yeah. But, 
Yeah, yeah man, how could you not ask a, him questions? <laughs> that was a great time. I really wish they would do it again up here. Um, but I noticed the last couple of years they've they've skipped it. As a matter of fact, but the I people think they that, did it last year, didn't they? I think they did it. Uh, no, it was they, still in Washington somewhere, wasn't it? Or was no, it two years ago? The last one, twenty twenty one. The Auto Flower Cup. Uh, happened and then they did the Pacific Northwest Papawi, which is kind of the same thing, but it's based more around mushrooms. Yeah, I did hear about that. So they're doing that actually this weekend. Um, but for whatever reason, they've skipped over the Autoflower Cup again. Um, my guess is maybe because of that, the the American one, yeah, American Autoflower thing, which is cool and all, man, but. There's so many growers I know that are just like, man, I just don't, I don't really want to go to LA. You know, I don't want to, I want to go to something small like the Autoflower Cup was. I mean, there yeah. was like maybe 200 of us there, and that's being generous, you know, yeah. like it was a small, everybody knows everybody. Well, and that's possibly why it hasn't happened again, you know, because yeah. there's no, um, like, uh, not not incentive, but it's like it's it's hard to throw an event like that. And if it if it's gonna cost you money to do, you know, if it wasn't you know if it wasn't enough people or whatever, um, I mean, I'm sure that's pretty difficult. It it honestly seemed I was a little worried. I'm not worried about that American Auto Flower Cup. I they just came out of nowhere and just started posting mm-hmm. like crazy. The dude hit me up on Instagram asking to use some photos and uh, like if you wanted to post about me on the page. And I've never even heard of it. And I'm like, huh. You guys are coming right out of the gate like you're freaking like you're already a thing, which is cool. Yeah. Honestly, I, I I give them props for how they did it. They came out like it was like like this is gonna be the cup, like you, yeah. you know. And um, it seemed like it. I mean, it seemed like it was semi successful, and it seems like this year they're um, maybe even like gonna be better. I I, I hope. I mean. So, yeah, I mean, more power to them if, if yeah, they yeah. put it on. I mean, they've put it on and nobody else has. But, uh, exactly. yeah, I, I know what you mean, man. And and the thing is, is a lot of times with that, a lot of that stuff out of California, California is really good at having, like, hype dudes. Yep. Like, they could just – they can hype up a freaking – cat's birthday you know what i mean everybody will show and everybody's up everybody's gonna show up like, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> but so far i mean maybe they're legit maybe they'll they'll kind of ride with it but we've got to we got to figure something out about doing more of a small time thing between just like instagram growers and not see the, the, the hard industry. thing is is that instagram brings us all together from such a far geographical spread yeah. That it would have to be like even like a bunch of minis or what ha- you know because obviously yeah. it, it would just you could only do it in you know so many places and um yeah I mean I think that would be cool to have more auto flower centric stuff yeah, especially we, with where they're we were, at now uh, we were actually talking about it I mean that last one the last one I went to that was here um, people from all over the country flew in yeah you know and and that was kind of part of it they. Uh, the way it works, right, is you're not supposed to be able to smoke in public, but you can smoke on at your own place or on private property as long as it's okay. So they rented a resort, and you could, like, rent a room if you weren't local, right? And so you were, like, staying the weekend there so you can smoke all you want type of thing. So people were flying in. And, and you were able to smoke room. everywhere in the whole resort and stuff, too? Yeah, yeah. I mean, walk nice. the beach, spoke, whatever. Yeah, the whole thing was open. When you first got there, they were handing out THC coffee in the morning, which was oh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. 
um, CBD cookies, whatever, nice. get you, get you going. Then once you uh, spend all your money on a bunch of seeds from all the vendors, <laughs> uh, then you can like go chill in the like courtyard and listen to music, live music and whatever. And, ah, man, it was a good time. But yeah, um, you know, if, if we, uh, do, do a couple test runs or something somewhere and then possibly do like a Northwest, a Southwest, Northeast, Southeast kind of That'd version, be cool, dude. that would be, uh. That would be pretty rocking. Plus, spread the education about the autoflowers, man. We got to get rid of that that stigma that it's it's ditchweed. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, I feel like it's getting there. I, I know what I started three years ago, so I came in when autos were already in a way crazier place, and they had been even a year or two prior to me starting with them. But that yeah. still had all the people that had their previous experiences or all the nonsense they have been told leading up to it but i feel like especially over these last three years with like where they're at and then just some people some people don't believe shit until they see actual numbers so to see like actual tested stuff from actual labs that these autos are hitting the same numbers that these photos are hitting um i i feel like that's just turning some people around and i'll tell you what ain't nobody that i gave my weed to would ever question they don't even know what the hell an auto is to begin with, but yeah. they're, they're not going to think this ain't some diet weed or, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to <laughs> question that. Like, no, it's fucking weed. It's good weed. Like, period. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like with the, what do they call that? That sucre, what's that fake stuff they put in there in the fake sugar? Um, whatever the fake aspartame or some shit, you know, yeah. the aspartame <laughs> weed, <laughs> you know? So I think people are, uh, are, are definitely, uh, getting, getting there and the more that i i think what it's going to take is autos being entered into other cups with everything and winning or play you know what i'm saying or placing you know i i think that would be cool to put it like up against all the photos and to let it win or be up there with them yeah. You know, because where I, I my personal thoughts now that I've grown enough of each, I think the best photos are still better than the best autos, but the best autos are better than most of the photos that are out there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. Like it's just they're not fully there because they, I mean, they're still like gener generations behind in in working them like this but imagine where they're going to be in five more years or a couple more years it's just it's just going to be freaking weed and i don't think anybody's going to really care right absolutely man i mean that's that's uh that's probably the best way to put it actually you know the yeah the best photos are better but this is the best autos are better than most of the yeah most there's a lot of shit oh, really? freaking photos there's so many shit photos like all that a lot of that amsterdam a lot of that overseas junk that's been you know that hey they, they started this and they like were the beginning of where we are now i mean i think in some ways but um i mean I don't know. A lot of those seed banks, I think that they're probably all selling all the American genetics now though. You know, yeah. I, I haven't looked at any of those, any of those overseas seed banks in a while, but um, I know you still got like those, uh, those ones that sell all those, uh, what the hell is that one guy? Um, 
I don't know. Nobody makes fun of it. Oh man, there's a, it's like one of those ones. Like it was like a beaver seeds and like a. Oh, there's a guy. It's like a, wearing like a crown. I can't oh, think of it. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. It's just like these generic, like like white label seeds. They sell every strain you ever heard of. Yeah. You know what? And whether they're like like um like I did a um a grow off for um this uh, nutrients I was using. It was for Dakin 420 and. Um, they partnered with Rocket Seeds, which they were cool. Nothing against Rocket Seeds. They do sell a lot of that that stuff that I would I wouldn't buy. Um, but they, they were cool to me. They, they they were cool. They donated the seeds, and it was um oh man, I wish I could remember the name of it, dude. But it was one of those generic, one of those brands that sell everything, and um, it was a Acapulco Gold um, Auto. No, like no, <laughs> no, no history. No, like, yeah. like, what did we cross to get this to an auto? Like, it didn't really. It just it it marketed it as this is Acapulco Gold, and yep. it's an auto, but that yep. can't be true. So, like, I don't know. I, I don't now now now. Now, funny thing is, um, that plant, like, was uh, it turned out freaking bad, freaking ass. And it actually had um, some of the craziest growths that I had ever seen on multiple, multiple different kinds of crazy growth on different branches that would make you think some crazy land race type thing like that, you know, some, some old school thing like that. It really had all these features that to me was like, wow, I could totally see this being sort of like that. But obviously it had to have been crossed with something if even if it was an original or a, a real acapulco gold being crossed to get to auto how did it get there i mean at least be be transparent tell, tell me you know or you know at least change the name to well, something or something it's also kind of like what I've, I've discussed before you know autos will always have their you know they've got a place photos got their place oh. and i've kind of talked about how i think the future in legalization and home growing is going to lead to high sales and auto flower seeds. Oh, dude. No, they're the reason for sure. The reason being is like, for instance, you know, every spring, right. The little old ladies and, and the, the people that are really into gardening, they like growing their own vegetables and such. They all head to the hardware stores to, you know, your garden centers and what have you go over to the, the seed rack and they start, picking through and, and they're picking this variety of lettuce and these 10 varieties of uh, tomatoes and you know these varieties of this vegetable and that vegetable and so on and so forth and i think whenever we're able to sell cannabis seeds in the store just you know right next yeah. to the tomatoes the next one over yep the best thing for a regular home gardener who isn't studying cannabis like most of us do they're just, you know, I mean, they can grow a tomato, they can grow a, a potato, they can grow lettuce. Well, if they got an auto flower seed, all they got to do is put it in the dirt and add some water. And in 90 days, they've got flour. Yeah. So and now I, I can agree with that completely for, uh, and I totally agree with that whole concept that they are going to be that. And I, and I, I think they will be, but I, I also wrestle with my recommendation on starting someone off as an auto or a photo now the way you just described it as a gardener that's going to have a garden and is most likely going to be tossing these seeds along with other seeds outside in their garden i think that would be probably ideal especially depending on where they're at because 
you know, like I'm in Chicago. Um, I know it gets crazy in October. So like some people have issues getting their, their crops to, you know, to harvest. So the autos are, are wonderful for that. But, um, but it, in, in a generic sense, like I've gone, I am thankful that I started with autos. I, I am super thankful, but I went with autos with the false notion that they were easier. And, um, well, I guess the correct notion was that I would have weed faster. You know, it was my first grow. I'm like, I want to get weed as fast as I can. But I was also under the impression that they were easier, which they're not in any, you know, stretch of the imagination, especially if you're like in your, in a house, you know, like, and you don't have outside and it's not growing with other plants that probably have food. If it's just you and your one weed plant, I, like, I feel like a photo gives you a um, a scratch pad you know what i'm saying like you can fuck up you can you you can bring it back but with an auto if you mess up in those first three weeks you're gonna have a shitty like not, not shitty because i mean my first four my first two tents like eight plants were none of them were more than a couple ounces um which at the time was amazing to me i didn't know any better you know, in, until I started doing better, but that was because I just was fucking up in the beginning and they just wouldn't get big, you know? Um, but I don't know. So I, like I said, I'm thankful that I started on autos because it made me better. And then when I got to grow photos, it was like, it seemed easy because I had already, you know, been, had to have been on top of it while I was growing the autos. Uh, but but for somebody brand new, I mean, what do you what do you think? Like in a, in, in a general sense, not like the the little old lady who's going to be planting her her uh, her garden because I think autos would be freaking perfect for that personally. But in general, um, well, um, <laughs> I don't know, man. In in general, I'm I'm that little old lady, you know. I, yeah, <laughs> I do vegetables every year, and to be honest, it's it's really kind of six one way and half a dozen the other because. I can I can get some tomato seeds and just throw them in the ground and maybe something will come up and yeah I can have a and, and if you're treating it much. like that too yeah you're treating it like that too you just toss them in the freaking thing and boom yeah you be you or be rocking I can look up you know how how what's the best way to grow this specific variety and try to 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 follow the instructions as best as possible I'll usually end up with something pretty decent. And I feel yeah. it's kind of kind of the same way, you know. I, I personally, I've never really had too many problems out of autos versus photos. Um, yeah. Even even photos when I was working with them, you know, commercially, never really had too big of an issue with you know the the, the germination or the transplanting, cloning, any of it. The, the biggest issue I usually have is honestly with feminized seeds. I love feminized seeds, but that's just in all honesty, where most of my issues come from is I'll pop these seeds and I'll get these seeds to start growing, but they'll be mutants. Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, I hate pulling them out and having to start all the way back over. Sometimes the mutants are the best though. I, I, I love some of the funky ones, you know, just to you get know. some like crazy growth and I guess I'll that could be fun. <laughs> I'll get on average. I mean, I could say I'd, I'd get 10 mutants growing for every one non-germinated seed that I'll have, you know, and 
as far as autos go, I mean, the first time I started growing autos, I didn't know anything about training or anything. I just knew to keep the light on. Like they told me to keep it on, turn (laughs) it off when they told me to turn it off. And I, of course, like everybody else overwatered the shit out of it and they, they took it and I ended up with some decent stuff, you know? And I was like, well, let's, let's see what else we have. From there we started delving in but i do think photos are more forgiving absolutely yeah. you know if it's if it's somebody that just uh if you absolutely cannot risk losing your harvest and you don't have anyone around that's experienced with auto flowers then yeah just go with a, a photo period because it's it's tried true it's it's forgiving you can fix your mistakes for the most part. Yeah. And go go with that situation. But then again, I mean, if, if, if you just want to jump feet first into it and do what everyone else does, I, I think auto flowers can do it too. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I am like just thankful that that's what I did learn on. I had, I don't know, my first two were, two ten so basically we're allowed five so i i would just I, my first two runs i was able to grow five in my in my four by four um yeah. on my third run that's when i realized that i can only grow four in a four by four once you uh once you grow them right yeah. <laughs> you know so and then i i got a, a two by two that i sort of have as an experimental not experimental per se but it, it's been my uh my soil um, my soil, uh, it was my soil and my, and a photo is what I was doing in my two by two. And I was doing four autos in my, uh, in my four by four. Um, and that's what I'm doing coming up. I'm starting a new run soon here. Um, but I think I may do a flip flop for a couple runs. Um, I don't know. My last, my last photo run was just fucking, uh, it was just un- unbelievable, man. And, I just, man, I, I know I can, I know I'll still get good flower off of this auto run I got coming up, but man, I, this last run I did, I did some, um, this goat genetics and, uh, newbie nugs. Um, oh, just unbelievable. Yeah. They're both like local Illinois. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're freaking, I, I did a, uh, purple cream from newbie nugs and it is, uh, grape gas times Oreos and it's. Oh, dude, it's beautiful and um, lived up to the looks too. It's just amazing. And then a uh, Chi Town Slurry, which is a Slurricane times Bahama Mama Runts, which is a goat a goat cross Bahama Mama Runts, and then the uh, Cherry Cunts, which was Cherry Glaze Pie times Bahama Mama Runts. Oh, dude, and all three of those, like no joke, like. All three of those probably shot right up to the top of my um my favorite that I've grown like of all times. And and I also had during that time I had the blue seroso going in a um in my two by two. Um and uh that shot right up to one of the top auto flowers too. So so it was it was a, it was the last row that I did, um and it was it was definitely a winner. I, I had to do a reset and I haven't uh haven't started this new one up yet, but I am definitely getting the itch for it. I need to need to get some seeds wet, man. <laughs> well, uh, have you tried anything DWC yet? You know, it's funny. Um, yes, sort of. Um, I, uh, what the hell was that for? 
It, it was a grow off for a uh, Facebook group, I think. Yeah, it was this uh, Master Sensei. Like when I first started growing, oh, I had I found me. Yeah, I, I had found these uh, Master Sensei and uh, Puff Puff Pass, which, I mean, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I, I, I probably won't won't grow any of those going forward. I don't know. I it, none of them were really great out of any of them. <laughs> but um, but this Master I Sensei, great, I white great for Master Sensei. It was it was actually really was, was it. Good. Yeah, what I grew from him was a. I did have a couple from him. Yes, I did. I had a black rhino from him that was really good. Um, the other one I grew from him was mediocre. I can't remember what it was, but this one that I did for this grow off was a sour diesel. They, they, um, I think they picked, or, or I'm not sure if I picked the strain. It just had to be Master Sensei, or if they picked. But I had a sour diesel of his, and um, I mean the flower was just it, it's turned out not that great, but it started out in a solo cup. And it had rules. This is a weird solo contest where they said that the roots do not have to stay in the cup. Uh, have you ever done like a solo, like a solo cup challenge? Roots yeah, got to stay in the cup, or it's not a, a solo challenge. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like so it's just, get, it's you not cut holes in the bottom and let it, it root a DWC. It. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So basically, what happened was they said that it didn't have to be in the pot, and the guy that made the contest the, the the picture he did for the for the for the contest was his which was a cup that was over some kind of like glass thing that had water in it and i'm like huh that's a good idea why don't i just put another cup below it that has water in it and then boom that'll be cool right dude within like 24 hours i'm, I'm not even joking i i had maybe a quarter half inch of water in a cup below the solo cup within like a day dude these roots like freaking ran out like i had never seen nothing like it like i had no choice once i did that i was sort of stuck in that method now or i'd have to chop off all these roots because they had all these roots so i i'm like okay so i can't do it into another solo cup so i i had gotten you know those um those uh lemonade cups when you get it like any like an event it's like the fresh pressed the tall cups the lemonade yeah. fresh squeeze lemonade um so it was like one of those type of cups and um so I, I i had the solo cup fit in there and then i had water in the base of that and dude it freaking like started filling that up and i'm like holy shit this is getting crazy now i'm like like i what did i what did i do i didn't mean to do any of this it was a solo challenge like what am i doing so i had to go to a bigger cup and like a like a wider like one and um i had to like like rig it up on there somehow and it filled that cup up so i ended up in a 1 gallon bucket that i had a cardboard box that i had to fit over the top of it and cut us apart for the um um for the cup and and then i put air stones in there and i would empty it out every once in a while and freshen it up and ended up literally filling up this so it was like ghetto dwc but it was dwc and, and it filled up this freaking i got some pictures on my old instagram that instagram stole from me um and I, I probably have them somewhere but of me holding up this like this cup with this like root mass that was just filling up this one gallon pot. It, it was honestly one of the most, one of the coolest things that I had ever experienced growing wise up to that point. It, it was they, so cool. Actually, that's a, something they call like the crack, cracky method, cracky, cracky, something like that method. 
Where what? Just you, like doing it in a bucket like that? Yeah, where it's not oxygenated. It's just like kind of just chilling in a bucket. It just drinks the water. By the bucket, I did oxygenate it. By the time I got to the bucket, I did have an air stone in it. Okay. Yeah. Once I got big enough, but in the cups, I did not. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I didn't. I didn't think I was going to have to make it past that. I haven't ever seen cannabis make it really in the cracky method, but uh, I've seen tomatoes and other vegetables make it. But uh, DWC is definitely a. Definitely an avenue to explore at, at least some point. You know, you know it was crazy. Don't really care for it, but you, you can't deny that it puts out oh my big God. plants. I mean, yeah, I just dude. harvested my DWC tent. I uh, just did the uh, Mephisto grow. It's all Mephisto. Which I ones? Mean, I, um, Bear-assed monkey, Walter White bat cross. Uh, Is that alien. the new one? Uh, yeah. The, the, the new one they're testing out right now? Uh, not not the tester right now. The this okay. one was just uh Walter White back cross, the first back cross. Okay, yeah, because they got a new Walter White. Alien versus triangle and forum stomper. Oh, that's and, a classic. Man, these things are so terpy. It is just absolutely crazy. And each plant, um, the forum stomper was like just over two hundred grams, um, but all nice. the rest of them were like. 250 260 um the walter white actually no the i'd have to look at my ledger on it but the bare ass monkeys was the the biggest one um and it was it was approaching it was trying to get to a pound you know if it was a photo it probably would have hit the pound then uh you know mike with the auto flower review he just grew out the ghost tooth from him and i think he got like a little a couple ounces over a pound actually oh what shit dwc yep DWC. wow now are you guys using five gallon buckets like what's your setup yeah five gallon buckets uh there's a, a company that sponsors the autoflower review um we he uses cutting edge solutions with it i use crop salt uh in mine okay. and we use the the new level hydroponics bucket system so they okay. have like a all-in-one system you can buy. Uh, you can buy two buckets, one bucket, four buckets. It looks like a, like a little neti pot type thing up top. Is that like sort yeah. of how it is? Yeah. Yeah. So their specific thing um, that they have that's really, really cool is the tops that they have for their buckets. Um, they feature a, it's it's like a sight glass with a float in it. So you can see where your water uh, level's at. That's uh, super so you, cool. You could change it out or top it up however you want to go about it. But they also have a Venturi pump built into them. So if you have a sink nearby, uh, there you can actually run a hose to it and turn on your sink, and it actually causes a vacuum uh-huh. inside the bucket, and it'll suck that water out, and then you can put your fresh water in. You can just do it all. That's right there. pretty cool because that was a pain in my ass when I was doing that one gallon, like the yeah. the cleaning days, or like when my roots are getting weird, I have to like clean out the roots and manage all that stuff. That would be really nice just to be able to do that. Well, if you don't have a sink nearby, the next best thing is to just get you a little uh, self-priming pony pump, and you just plug it in, stick your hose down in there, just get it right siphon out, yeah. it all, put your fresh water in. But uh, my first DWC was that Atlas, man, and that I got over a pound off of each one of those nice. plants. I'm still smoking on that stuff. Like, Dude, that's crazy. I harvested that back in July, I think, and I still I've got oh a couple God. ounces left. Oh my god, dude! I still have like it's just me and my wife, man. Oh, dude, I, I still have some of my very first harvest, which was a, uh, a, a, 
Purple Haze by oh I can't even remember. It was another one of those like sale. I got all sale seeds when I when I first got them. You know the Master Sensei. I got like some weird pack and the Puff Puff Pass or some Black Friday deal. And oh I can't remember who this guy was, but it was a Purple Haze and and it wasn't that great either. It wasn't nothing special. Um, but it was my first plant, so it was it was great in that regard. You know and. I actually found in my office, I don't know, probably a couple of months ago. I'm like, holy shit, it was a nice, solid uh, vacuum sealed jar of this purple haze from like three years ago. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. It's but it's so it's... cool. I don't ever want to use it. Like, I'm just going to keep it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that, man. I, I've got the same thing. The first auto flower I grew when I first got oh, yeah. into auto flowers, I've actually got a jar of it. It's uh, some Northern Lights. Oh, nice. crew and it's still in the jar it's awful oh, yeah. it was awful back yeah, I, then it still smells <laughs> awful but it it's ain't cool better to look now at. yeah yeah the memories <laughs> <laughs> like I, I went from this this is the bottom now i'm here <laughs> oh dude hell yeah dude. oh my god the, the it's so crazy dude like I, and i um i'm glad that i've been through it and i and i'm pretty confident in what i've grown in the last couple years so like i can sure i mean my last instagram page got i don't know i was got up pretty you know like i had a lot of you know people hitting me up you know i was i was known enough to where people would hit me up like all the time for advice and at first i was like because i think my page started blowing up like after i was only on for like a year so i'd only been growing a year so i get all these people asking me all these things and i'm like so, and, and I, I wish I can go back to my messages if Instagram didn't like steal it from me. But like in the beginning, I was like timid and like, so I'm new too, but this is what I would do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would always have to like, like start it off with like, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, blah, blah, blah. But, but yeah. try this. This is what I've been reading about, you know, blah, blah, blah. But over time, you know, I got more and more confident with, you know, being able to help people and then seeing what I was able to do, you know, I can at least tell them, Hey, trust me, just, you can do this too. I promise you, you know, it, it, it is not as hard as you, uh, it's not as hard as it seems. Well, that's perfect because, uh, well, <laughs> we've definitely, uh, kind of went over our time slot. Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> I tend right. to do that, man. <laughs> We landed right at the perfect uh, subject. So before we get out of here, you know, I've got two questions. I ask everybody right. the, at least the first time they come on the show. So first one is uh, you meet a new home grower, uh, brand new, about to start home growing themselves. What's some good advice you got for them as, uh, as a home grower? Uh, dude, I think the best advice is, well, it, it's probably a multi-pronged answer. Don't overthink it. Find one person that you trust and respect and think does good and follow them and do not listen to the plethora of different answers for every single problem you have. <laughs> like that's the, the, the info is all there. It's, it's not being overwhelmed with that info, you know, like, cause you can go do something that you thought was right. And then you watch a video and you're like, Oh shit. And you go and change stuff. And now, now you're chasing your tail. Yeah. Don't chase your tail. <laughs> That's it, man. Well, uh, question number two, same thing, but uh, we're talking commercial guy. Uh, com you know, we'll we'll go not MSO type of guy, but uh, somebody just getting into the commercial market, they're going to start growing. What's some advice you have for those guys? 
hmm. advice or like ask like like hey can you guys please start growing more of those one ones that we were talking about or more medicinal strains would yeah. would be would be a question that i would love to to get them to to make happen because i, I think we need more of that for sure that's a part of it yeah oh yeah yeah, get some more one to ones on the market, dude. And, uh, yeah, man, we have my my company has a one one uh, vape cart called uh, uh it's it's a one one like uh, it's called cherry. It's a cherry limeade flavor, but but they also had one that was a oh like a, it was like twenty percent THC and like sixty percent CBD, which is awesome. And I loved that pen for like older people or people that are scared of the high, and you could step them into it like. We need more selection like that. That like that is all I have to work with like that. Nobody, people want CBD flower, high CBD flower. I can't help them. You know, I would love to have way more options to. You know, there's, there's way more people out there that want more than just getting high. You know. Yep. Medicinal so, man. That's why. Hell, you do for real. Started. You know. For real. Get on to something more natural and off of the synthetics. Hell yeah, dude. Be happier and healthier. Well, man, you know, uh, I feel like we could keep going for another couple Dude, hours. We, but, uh, <laughs> we probably could. <laughs> let's uh, let's put it on pause. Uh, let's oh, get yeah. Rasta back in. Um, for real. Maybe for another episode, and we'll all sit down and have another session and keep on going, man, because we didn't hardly Dude. touch on much of, of anything, <laughs> did we? <laughs> Dude, I can go in any direction you take me to, man, and uh, I'll pull us in a couple too. So, yeah, I'm down anytime. You guys just uh, just let me know, man, and we will definitely stay in touch. I appreciate you having me on. Love what you're doing, um, for real. And uh, just like I said, keep doing it, man. Right on, man. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the smoking section. So, if you guys aren't already, go follow him. He's at spacementgrown underscore. Is that right? Uh, yes unfortunately that is correct <laughs> all right and of course don't forget to keep up with everything we got going on at the autoflower review it's at the autoflower review on instagram i'm at the underscore kj underscore gross and uh don't forget to add us and like us on put us on your favorites on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you guys get your podcast as always guys go for good